0: Hey, Ryan, I'm thinking of starting another podcast. Yeah, and what about? How to sell black market toenail clippings. It's going to be a hit. Why? would? Never mind, never mind. I don't know who would listen to that, but more power to you. Only issue I'm having is uh, where to host it. I've tried different places. i checked out uh, different hosting sites. All of the hosting sites cost money. And the few free ones that don't, they don't give you anything like listener views or geolocation, like where they're listening from. And on top of all that, I still need to make my own website. You do
1: know with Fire Talk Radio, where our show's hosted at, we use Anchor.fm, right? Huh? It's great. It's free. You can see how many downloads each episode has, where people are listening from.
0: That's Anchor.fm. That's right. You sent that to me. Well, do I still need to create my own website to uh, get it to, uh, like, Apple and Stitcher? No. Anchor does that all for you. When you sign up with your email, it gives
1: you everything you need to host your own show and podcast. It uh, gives you the website. It gives you the RSS feed. It allows you to attach it to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher,
0: and all the other ones. Oh, thanks, man. That makes things a ton easier. Now, can you take a look at this, Rash? I'm worried I have monkey pox.
1: Uh, no, that's all you, man. That's a personal problem. So what was that website again? Man, you got a, such a short attention span. i will It's anchor.fm. Either you go on your phone, your tablet, or your computer. I'll just send you the link as a backup again. But check out anchor.fm. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. On this special episode of Fire Talk Radio, we are hitting season two. So, we've been at this for a year, going on the next season. Fantastic. So, so we're going to talk about uh, Pelosi. Mr. Pelosi himself pled guilty uh, to his DUI. Got a slap on the wrist. Should have been a fatality, or a felony. Um, people being uh, blocked. Uh, oh, someone got arrested for possessing a diary, and we're going to figure out what diary they're talking about. Uh, we're going to talk about the Mar-a-Lago affidavit. And the infamous Stood Alone Forgiveness by Joe Biden. We're going to see how that actually works. This and more on Fire Talk Radio.
0: Hey, we're back, but we're not live.
1: We're not live.
0: No, still trying to get us to uh, go live on Facebook. It worked for us earlier, and now. Here, let me
1: try. I'll try it. Something. I'll I'll hit the button. Uh,
0: so on the little thing, and it it says a source is required, but we had a source a minute ago. So. Well, let's find out. I hit the button,
1: so I hit the button on my end. Did it work?
0: Ah, this is this is annoying. Well, while we are <laughs> doing that, we'll
1: get this show on the road for those listening on the on every other system. Bye, um, and Ryan. That is Jason. This is Fire Talk Radio, episode 45. Uh, we are one year in. I know we don't have, quote, eight years worth of episodes because we've, we did a couple months where there were just two episodes a month, only because shit happens. But we are a year in. This is season two, so more shenanigans are there to follow. Um, Again, check us out on our website, firetalkradio.com. Check us out on Facebook, firetalkradio, YouTube, firetalkradio, rumble now, firetalkradio. And I have a TikTok put up, and I'm going to start doing stuff with it. So check us out there, firetalkradio. Our email is at com. Phone number is 814-380-9820. And music is always brought to you by Psycho Stick because they are our friends. and I did post on the Facebook, if you do join in, uh, the audience link for Riverside. So click on that. And I'll bring you to our Riverside page. You'll be able to see us um, and join in on the chat. Um, but
0: That's all right. I want to talk about what
1: happened so last is, week.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> talk about that. Um, I'm still trying to fight with Facebook to try to get us uh, – Yep, um, that's fine. So there. we had it during the test, but now it's not working.
1: Yeah, so last week, episode 44, we we drifted off talking about during the election process at Congress when on January 6th when they were counting the electoral votes. Um the question was after the riot, why didn't like they go to back to normal process of election law of going through each thing. It just felt like it was rushed. Well, YouTube believed we were spreading misinformation about a stolen election of the 2020 election. I Neither one of us, I re-listened to it, didn't talk about a stolen election. We agree that, yes, at this moment. Joe Biden is the president of the United States. Never set a
0: stone election. Right. Um I mean, there was, we talked about some shenanigans. Uh, we, but the thing, the main thing was what happened on January 6th. Yeah. So, and that they didn't go and vote. So YouTube
1: gave us a strike. I appealed it. They immediately said no. So fine. Fuck you too. Um. But they get, they banned us for a week, so while uh, Jason's trying to get us live on you on Facebook at least, so you guys can watch it. If not, it will be on YouTube and Rumble tomorrow. Um, but this is again Fire Talk Radio. We're gonna have a joyous occasion. How about that, Jason?
0: Yeah, I think so. I got I drinks. Mean, you got drinks. Uh, Cheers. Yeah. So we'll we'll talk even if uh, we're not live because it's looking like um, Facebook for some reason is having an issue with uh, our live.
1: Fantastic, Um,
0: gotta love it. Well, they gave me a you know, it gave me a different stream. It worked for us when we did the. Uh yeah, so I don't know. Uh, live stream, Facebook. Let me try putting it in again. And uh, so stream key, copy, paste, and then stream URL, copy, and paste.
1: Well, Jason is doing that. So we'll, we'll talk about some smaller things. Mr. Pelosi pled guilty to his DUI. Um, took a plea deal, uh, for like, what, one day in jail, five years probation, five. Yeah, it was
0: basically a slap on the wrist kind of thing. But
1: the problem is, is if I can find it, the actual, the, the video of the, the body cam video while they were doing the DUI thing was worse than what he was offered. He should have been charged with a felony. Yes. My thing is like, it is definitely cause Gavin Newsom is his nephew and Nancy Pelosi is the speaker of the house.
0: The saying is, well, and when you, when you have power, You know they talk about uh, white privilege and all this stuff. Really, it's power privilege is what it is. Yes. Um. So I mean, and that's and that's to that's not just to him. I mean, look at uh, um. What's his name that uh, uh, shot somebody on a set uh, last year? Um, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin, he's getting nothing. Like he's not. He pulled the trigger. He's not yeah. They upp- they they proved that he pulled the trigger. They he pulled the trigger
1: of that gun. The for the, for that Which, gun to fire, they proved that he had fi- he had to fire that gun, and he got upset because they called him out on it. But he's still not getting charges on it, right? But my thing is, so that's still improper gun usage, even if it's a prop or anything.
0: You you're supposed to... It, it is. I I still have a little bit of sympathy to him because um there's no intent. I'm not saying he had intent whatsoever. It's not even that there's no intent. Actors I've worked with actors. Actors are idiots. They basically do what they're told. He was and don't think for themselves. Yeah, he and was goofing off. Any any gun owner Any gun owner, somebody hands you a firearm, whether it's loaded or not, even if they say it's not loaded, because I do that a lot when I hand somebody, uh, you know, one of my firearms, I'll say it's hot or it's not hot. Hot means it's loaded and will kill somebody. Not hot means it's not loaded. But you still check it yourself. Like somebody hands me a firearm and says it's not hot. I still pull the slide back and check myself. Or I still, if it's a revolver, I still open it up or spin it and check to make sure. Yeah. And so I don't think he's should have no responsibility. But at the same time, as an idiot actor, and, you know, I mean this in the nicest way to other actors. You guys, they don't... Um, they're handed stuff on and off constantly. It's okay, let's move. All right, here's your gun or here's your prop. Go. Here's a fake knife or here is, you know, a close up knife. A close up knife is going to be bladed, it's going to look more real. It could kill somebody. Yeah. They're supposed to tell you, hey, this is, you know, or hey, this is a long shot. This is not, this is one that you can hit the person with. Um, and they're very trusting people in that respect, because that's how it is. Alec Baldwin's been doing this, so I don't. I know I'm one of the few people, few gun owners. Hey, bud. Okay, uh, my son just walked in, <laughs> uh, but you know, so I don't. I don't completely hold him responsible. In the way that a lot of other gun owners are, because he's, it's a movie. He's not. Everything to them is pretend. That would be like, you know, my son, when he uses one of his Nerf guns, he doesn't treat it the same way that he does a real one. He, you know, when he's got a Nerf gun or even one of these with the orange tip. Airsoft guns, mm-hmm. all right. You know, he's still, you know, he'll take it and he'll he'll point it and he'll shoot me with it. But when he's handed and handles a real firearm, he knows that that can kill. To be respectful, to check the uh, check the slide, check uh, you know, make sure there isn't a round in there not putting his finger on the uh trigger until he's ready to actually pull it all of that um so yes with Alec Baldwin I do give him probably more so than a lot of firearm owners I give him more leeway yeah. simply because to him being on a set is pretend
1: yeah
0: does he get full leeway no just like a kid that picks up a real firearm and shoots somebody. So,
1: what I'm about to play here is the adjusted clip. The actual body cam is just 17 minutes. Um, this is they. This is the first couple minutes of it. So, it's a little bit more shaded down for something that's easier for us to deal with. I can tell you that.
3: Tonight, a new CHP video giving us better insight into the drunk driving arrest of Nancy Pelosi's husband. The recordings show Pelosi undergoing a field sobriety test and telling a responding officer he was a, quote, high-profile individual. CBS 13's Steve Large shows us the exchange with the officers we're seeing for the first time.
4: I really don't want you to fall over and hurt yourself. That's the last thing I'm
1: Right, but but that defeats the, the whole purpose of the test—grabbing onto a
2: pro car. Newly released CHP dash cam video shows Paul Pelosi having difficulty performing one of the field sobriety My thing is, this followed-
1: came out after his after his plea deal. I guarantee you, if this actually got entered in to the ju- to the judge to be able to review it, he'll fucking throw the book at him.
0: Yeah. Following a May
3: car crash.
0: The next test that I'm going to have you do is called uh, oh,
2: the finger count test. It's very simple.
3: The video shows the officer give Pelosi other tests he is able to pass. New pictures also show Pelosi outside his crashed Porsche on a Napa County road after a collision with a Jeep. No one was badly hurt. Officers also took photos that show Pelosi's wrists with some possible bruising. The dash camera video also reveals Pelosi telling the officer he does not want to take a preliminary breathalyzer test, explaining he is a high-profile individual.
1: I understand who you are, and I'm not, I'm not here to, to draw any negative attention to you. I, I understand that you, you want to go home, but um, so you got to understand from my
0: standpoint, right, you're involved in a crash. Right. I smell alcohol coming from your breath. I can see you're very unsteady on your feet.
3: Out of frame and captured on audio, the officer eventually tells Pelosi he is being arrested for suspicion of DUI.
2: I do have to put you in uh, handcuffs. Oh.
5: Lawyers fight cases much tougher than this all the time. So,
1: I mean, being that said, I mean, he knew he was intoxicated. That Jeep barely had a scratch on it. The fucking porch had its airbags blown out. Yeah. And also, uh, yes, favoritism is playing a factor. One, it is California. And uh, California takes care of its politicians and spouse members, most likely. Um, Newsom's not going to let his uncle go to jail.
0: No, no. I mean, that's, and and that's what it is. You know, favors were called in on this. I've seen them. I've seen stuff like this happen to, uh, you know, city commissioners. And, uh, in fact, I will tell you a story that, uh, I had to, uh, find a, uh, um, young man that, uh, was, related to our city mayor when i was working in law enforcement in fact it was uh actually told to us that week that we had to write out these fines more um because there was uh an uptick of uh uh, mdop's malicious destruction of property and stuff like that yeah and uh one of the ways that you stop people from destroying property is you enforce it was a curfew violation, but not just a curfew. Uh they were in the parks after uh closing. Yeah. Malicious destruction of property in the parks happens a lot, usually with drunks and stuff in the middle of the night. But they wanted us to basically start finding more people because we were letting them go. That was, you know, oh, you they weren't hurting anything. You tell them, hey, the parks closed, uh, you know, you're under 18, uh, there's a curfew, oddly enough, uh, there's a curfew uh, in our in our city. And so, you know, we would let him go. Well, they told us to find them. So that's what we were doing. And I find them and he flat out told me, do you know who my aunt is? And I'm like, I don't care. Well, write everything up, submit it the very next day. Come to find out somebody made a call to our police department and didn't even make it to the prosecutor's office.
1: Oh, I'm so sure about that.
0: So, um, yeah. So like I say, that happens not just with high profile people like that, but you know, even in local governments, you see that.
1: So, all right. Um, Great. Paul Pelosi is just going to fucking be on five years worth of probation. Yeah. Would he kill somebody? Now, if he kills somebody the next time, I mean, you know. Because it's going to happen again. We all people like that, that drink and drive are a creature of habit. Yeah. And uh, I'm not. Before anyone says I am just calling him out. No, I'm, I'm calling out the type of person For people that drink and drive and walk away. will do it again. It's statistically correct. Um, that's all I have to say on, on that subject. Um,
0: but yeah. All right. So. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know what else uh, to stay on that, so. So,
2: um, what,
1: one thing uh, we are privileged to today, other than people on TikTok and news, uh, the affidavit was released today. The redacted 37-page paper of the Mar-a-Lago raid. Um, I can see where Trump is now being arrested now because half the damn document black. Um, (laughs) I read it. I read all that I was able to read. I read. So did you look at it today?
0: I haven't had a chance to uh, fully look it over. I kind of looked at uh, reports on it. And uh like so many boxes were basically marked top secret that it sat in there of the documents. So again, so what? Here here's he was a okay president. So someone brought up a theory
1: that was very interesting to me. So the FBI so oh I was watching uh Tim Poole, his show. He brought this up last week. So the FBI went to his house, what, in June and said, Hey, yep. Needs another door and a better lock. Well that's what they did, right? Right, yes. FBI team comes again in August, raids it. I forgot about this. One of the things that got declassified was Project Hurricane or Project uh, Crossfire? Crossfire Hurricane.
0: I heard that. So
1: I don't remember what Project that was. Project Crossfire Hurricane was the quote Russia collusion. An FBI team put together the dossier for the warrant, stating that Trump was working with Russia on the twenty sixteen election.
0: Right, that was election. the Carter Page one.
1: Yeah, that was the Carter Page one. Yes. So it was crossfire hurricane that's what it was labeled as
0: that's right yeah
1: so but it was a specific FBI team that was actually named in that in that in that uh, project so can you guess they say the people who actually were named were the ones that actually did the raid quote unquote to get the quote evidence out of Mar-a-Lago that would have buried everybody.
0: You would think uh, something like that. If it was me, even though it was classified or anything like that, there would be copies of it. Yes, and not stored with the other copies. So they would. Uh, they so they went to go get
1: the they went to go get his copy because his copy since the the area that they were in they classified it as a skiff from reading the reports even though and then they turned around said it's not a true skiff and took everything everything in there was unredacted so it had everything um if that's the case, I mean, that's just the FBI. Like, another thing of the FBI is being, like, really getting corrupt within the inside. Like, There's a team.
0: But that's the, that's like, the thing right The Washington now is, Examiner called them Joe Biden's Gestapo. That's, but that's essentially what they are. Yeah. Um, is they're being, they were being used by um, the Clinton campaign uh you know the the dnc basically is running which is strange being that the head of the fbi has basically been appointed by republicans but at the same time like it shouldn't it shouldn't everything that's been going on with the fbi for the last 20 years has seemed very shady you know with uh uh, especially when it comes against Trump Oh yeah. and the stuff that they're coming up with has shown so far to be nothing. And even with this raid, they're showing, you know, Hey, there's uh he's got secret documents. He's got stuff that says confidential stuff that says, I don't know of any official way that, a president declassifies. As far as I know, uh, you know they can walk around and go, "I declassify these documents," so and then put them in. There's on. a procedure for
1: everybody else. It's not really laid out how the president is supposed to be able to declassify, but he is technically the one that says, "Hey, that's classified." Hey, that's declassified, kind of thing. So that's why it's troubling. <laughs> Because when the, um, the archives director earlier this year was saying, oh, yeah, he said he, declass- he declassified those when he left the White House, but we reclassified them. How are you going to yeah, fucking reclassify something without telling them, hey,
0: we, so you know, we reclassified the that, documents? Not only that, you, can they, do they have the authority to say, Oh, you declassified them, and now we're reclassifying them after the fact, after you left, and See, can't do anything about this
1: it. This is so unprecedented. It's so hard to actually find something to be like, yeah, that's that's what happened. We don't know. This is all uncharted water. Um, So before anyone says I go to Fox News for shit, this is from CNN, because Don Lemon was actually starting to fucking grow a pair of balls, um, having a nice little interview with the speaker, with the press secretary. If. What, saying where, that he didn't yeah. know about
2: the actual, that there would, there would be a, a search warrant carried out, because he did have to know about it, about the documents being there, because he had to sign off
3: on the giving the archives... Again. Again, two different things, okay, right? We did make, not. Yeah. No, no, no. We did not know. I, again, I'm just going to repeat but myself. But you knew we about it. You, you knew that you no, had no, to no, know we,
2: that the, the that it was there, or that it, they were missing, because he signed off on giving the archives. She's getting control. so damn flustered. No, but, the but, but, but Don, just to be very office, is so
3: no, just, job. To, I just want to make sure we separate the two, right? When it comes to the actual uh, uh, the, the search, when it right. comes to the comments. Uh, that, uh, that uh, the attorney general made recently, I believe it was last week, we did not know about that. We learned about that I, from I, your I reporting. And when it comes to the investigation, when it comes to the investigation and the search, when it comes to attorney general uh, making his remarks, we do not get involved. We do not, uh, we do not get briefed. And we did not know about that particular, about that, about that investigation.
0: All right. Yeah. So they signed off on it, but don't know that they're going to investigate it. Exactly. I mean, what he has is so detrimental that they waited, one, they waited uh, either two years almost to get him back. Or they knew about it back in March, and it's so detrimental that they waited until August. After after the
1: FBI had already gone there and said that there was no classified material at Mar-a-Lago. Right. Because that was proven that the FBI went in June, said there was no declassified material. Everything was declassified. They wanted it stored a little bit more secure. But it was all declassified. But then magically, it's now all classified again and top secret. That doesn't make sense to me. It's like Joe Biden is trying to say, oh, I got some balls now. I'm going to throw my weight.
0: I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to make sure you can't do anything. But the thing is is Joe Biden does all of this. He's been living again in his basement for the last three weeks. Like literally, he stepped out of his basement two days ago. In Delaware. He's been living there off that's why that's why his approval ratings went up like a half a percent. Is because nobody's heard from him. Every time the guy talks, his approval ratings go down. Oh um, we're,
1: we're gonna we're gonna hear from him about what happened two days yeah, ago later. Um yeah,
0: but but the thing is, so, you know, what this comes down to is they don't want him, they're afraid of him running for president. They're afraid of Republicans taking over. So they're throwing anything and everything against the wall, hoping something sticks. And, of course, liberals are so gullible that they're actually falling for this idea that every... Every time you turn around, a liberal is saying, Trump's going to go to jail. They've been literally saying that since, what, 2015, before he became president? They've been saying, he's going to jail. He's he's working with Russia. He's a spy. He's this. He's that. You know, and yet these are the same people that when... People uh, in 2008 said Obama was born in Kenya. He's a Manchurian candidate. All of this stuff, we're calling them nutcases. And yet they just keep they keep trying to pull out more and more and more against him. Oh, the, uh, the Stormy Daniels thing didn't work. Oh, the Russia thing didn't work. Oh, the Impeachment 1 didn't work. Oh, Impeachment 2 didn't work. Oh, uh, his taxes didn't work. Oh... Uh, Trump University, trying to sue him for Trump University. That didn't work. Like, they just keep, it's the same mantra over and over again. This is just the latest one Yep, yeah, in their attack. My, uh,
1: what made the Mar-a-Lago raid even a little bit more questionable is the fact that DeSantis, nor did the Attorney General of Florida, not even get a word of their private citizen. Because technically, at this moment, Former President Trump is still considered a private citizen.
0: High-profile private citizen. But a private citizen. The, if they're if he's being raided, yes. I believe the
1: governor should have been notified. And all. Um,
3: would it even well, worse? Like Trump I wasn't said, even
0: in the fucking state. Trump was in New York. Well, and they wouldn't let his uh, attorneys in. Like, that's a part of your... Fourth Amendment. I'm, I'm waiting. Just to have an attorney president. I'm waiting
1: for the video to be released. He's gonna fucking release that uh, camera footage? Probably most likely make the FBI look like asses.
0: They are asses. I mean, everything that they've done for the past, you know, six, seven years has been has lost them credibility right down to we had two guys uh, just this week get uh, convicted of the uh kidnapping plot oh of, yeah uh Governor Whitmer.
1: after what the other
0: four were dismissed two were dismissed well two of them two of them were two of them uh were dismissed, two of them uh pled guilty, and these two were convicted, but there's so many questions about this, and the problem and the reason there's so many questions is because of this FBI this like right right down to this FBI put an informant in there. That their defense was entrapment. Oh yeah, and understandably so. We're me and you are two pissed off people. There's a lot of pissed off people out there. Oh, yeah, all right. And we may say something has to be done, but doesn't mean we're going to kidnap a governor, even if they are a part of a militia. And you know, we're saying we need to kidnap the governor. We need to do this. We need to do that. It's not until somebody, until they were pushed that they actually did anything. And it was shown multiple times that this FBI informant did that and did it while they were basically baked on pot. Like, they were baked the whole time. So you take I mean, a bunch of stone people spouting off their mouth and... All it takes is, again, it takes a spark. You put an informant in there to create that spark and to talk them into it and then go ahead and arrest them and prosecute them. And a jury, first jury came out a hung jury, second jury convicted. Yeah. I mean,
1: the FBI is is a bunch of winners. I mean, did you see what happened? You know, Mark Zuckerberg was on Joe Rogan. This week. Yes. Yeah. Did you did you see what he said about the FBI?
0: Uh I heard it on the podcast, yeah. All that right. the FBI tells them. Let's see if I Do you uh, have a clip? I,
1: I'm getting it. Um uh, had it. Hold on.
0: Here, I've got from the BBC here. You have the clip? Alright, play the clip oh ah dang you bbc why are you doing this oh it's not playing let me find another clip um but let's see here while he's getting
1: the clip so basically mark zuckerberg went on was talking about the hunter biden laptop um yeah. So the FBI came to Facebook, said, Hey, we believe that there's some things, some shady things going on. Please keep an eye out for it, yada, yada, yada. So when the Hunter Biden laptop story came in, they made it to where it could still be shared. It just wasn't, it was made like degradedly, like it wouldn't be sent all over the place. And then they have their third party, uh, people that tell you, Hey, if this is true or not, um, to step in also. And I was like, right. Well, oh,
0: what, where does the FBI have the gall? Well, that's them literally influencing an election, mm-hmm. you know, and the FBI and the DOJ says, well, we don't want to do what we did in, uh, um, 2016 and influence the election because uh, you know but they're doing it the other way that's all they're doing this time they did it on purpose so oh come on actually say something show what he says
1: I don't think that one's gonna be an actual clip clip. um, no, I think I got one, but there was a commercial in front of it.
0: yeah, and I waited uh, oh, yep, I got it one from Market Watch. Oh, you do. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, that screen.
5: Something that that we're not supposed to I mean that that is like uh, it, I mean that's the worst. I mean How that's do you like
2: discern. how do you know whether someone's real or not? Like this is the big argument with Elon Mm -hmm. and Twitter because Elon asked Twitter, like what percentage of your website is filled with bots? And they say 5% and he says, I don't believe you. I think it's higher.
5: Yeah. So, I mean, I think estimating the overall prevalence is is one thing, but I think that the question of looking at a page and is this page authentic, I think that there's a bunch of signals around that. I don't think, that this stuff is black and white or that you're ever going to have like a perfect AI system um, I think it's all trade-offs all the way down right and it's and and you could you could either you could build a system and you can either be overly aggressive and capture a higher percent of the bet. that one doesn't want to play got, all
1: that great
0: um, no it's like it's like uh, the internet is against us you know, all right. But if you if let's, you haven't if you this, haven't this checked it work. out
1: before, go to Spotify. Go to Joe Roger's podcast from August twenty fifth. Yesterday, it is said played his day. He did not cut it out of the show. Um, I'm surprised because
0: let me let me uh let me see here
2: how do you guys handle things when they're a, a big news item that's controversial like there was a lot of attention on twitter during the election because of the hunter biden laptop story the New York yeah, we Post. Have that too. yeah
5: so you guys censored that as well so we took a different path than twitter um i mean basically the background here. Is the FBI? I think basically came to us. Some some folks on our team and was like, "Hey, um, just so you know, like you should be on high alert. There was the we we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of of um, uh, that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. So our protocol is different from Twitter's. What Twitter did is they said you can't share this at all. Um, we didn't do that. What, what we do is we have, um, if something is reported to us, it's potentially um, misinformation. Okay, so Import- they do
0: what's known as shadow banning
5: stuff. Yeah, that means oh, we didn't we
0: didn't make it out there, uh, or we didn't completely ban it. What we did is we made it unsearchable, or unshowable, or unshareable.
5: Yep. Important misinformation. We also have this third-party fact-checking program because we don't want to be deciding what's true and false. And for the – I think it was five or seven days when basically being, um, being determined whether it was false, um, the distribution on Facebook was decreased, but people were still allowed to share it. So you could still share it. You could still consume it.
2: So when um, you say the distribution has decreased. In, it, it got
5: shared. It, how does that work? It basically the ranking in newsfeed was a little less. bit less. So fewer people saw it than would have otherwise. So it definitely by what percentage? I, I don't know off the top of my head, but it's 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 meaningful. But I mean, but basically, a um, a lot of people were still able to share it. We got a lot of complaints that that was the case. Um, you know, obviously this is a hyper-political issues so depending on what side of the political spectrum you either think we didn't censor it enough or censored it way too much but right. but we weren't sort of as black and white about it as as twitter we just kind of thought hey look if, if the fbi which you know, i still view as a legitimate institution in this country it's a like very professional law enforcement they come to us and tell us that we need to be on guard about something then i want to take that seriously
2: did they specifically say you need to be on guard about that story I, I
5: no. I, I don't remember if it was that specifically, but it was it basically fit the pattern.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I'm sure it fit the pattern. So basically uh what Facebook does in those cases is as he said, uh they shadow banned it, meaning they made it unsearchable. Um if I remember correctly, when you did search it, you had to put in like strange keywords. You couldn't put like by then, you had to put, like, a, an exclamation point for the eye or Hunter laptop. You had to, like, change stuff. They did the same thing with the Kyle Rittenhouse. You couldn't search Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, you could search Kyle Rottenhouse, Kyle Hose, Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse with two E's, stuff like that. Um, you had to change it slightly to get around their algorithms because they shadow banned it. Uh, but... So they shadow banned it so that it wasn't searchable. So you were hearing stories, but you couldn't find it yourself unless somebody specifically showed you, or you went straight to the source. Um, but then the other part is he takes the he takes the onus of uh, doing these bans and stuff off of himself by saying we use third party. These are hyper left-wing third-party fact checkers. Anybody that's been on Facebook knows they fact check freaking memes that are cartoons, and you know, basically on there, if something says partially true on a from a fact check site, it's true. If it's it's true, but they don't like it. Like they don't, even if uh, even if they say it's false. Or they'll say missing context, and they'll cover it up so that it doesn't show up. So as you're flying through your newsfeed uh, with, you know, because that's how I go through my newsfeed is I basically have my finger on there and I swipe up. And if something catches, I stop and pull it back down. I don't have time to read through every single thing that comes through my feed. I mean, I've got a ton of shit. On I, I remember
1: one time was it a fact checker on Facebook said I, I was given incorrect information but snoops or Snoop's Snoop's said i was it was true and i said wait if snopes says it's true but facebook says it's false who the fuck do i believe
0: it's true i mean basically anytime uh, uh something says it's false or is missing context anytime i see that i basically the the uh, bells go off that this just doesn't fit their narrative. That's basically what it should say is this is true, but we don't like it because it doesn't fit our narrative. That's what the fact checkers are on there. And you know that, and that's the same thing with, uh, I mean, look at again, going back to YouTube, YouTube does the same thing. Look what happened to us. Nothing we said was false. Nothing. We We never said that there was a lie in that Trump won the election. We never said any of that. Nope. But they didn't like the fact that we had an opinion on the facts that happened. Correct. I
1: wasn't, I wasn't trying to overturn the election. I wasn't trying to do anything that I questioned the process that they were just like rushing it through without going, Oh, well, well, I better not talk about this because I will be posting this on YouTube, but I really don't want them to yell at me again. But fantastic. I mean,
0: who? Mm, so, And who is, and, and the other part is, is them saying, you know, doing that on opinions. I mean, Joe Rogan has him on. Joe Rogan gets fact check all the time. When he says stuff that's true, you know, or he just has an opinion. Oh, I took hydroxychloroquine when he had COVID. So what? He's not saying everybody has to do it. He's not saying it's after he's saying it worked for him.
1: I mean, but he not only did he take that, but he took like a whole bunch of, he took like a weird vitamin concoction. Um
0: he did he took that he also took uh um what is it convalescent uh antibodies. Yeah. Um and so in in all reality those probably did the most to help him uh but you know again he's he took that and what did uh Facebook and everyone else put out he took horse dewormer. I don't remember seeing any fact check saying that he didn't take horse dewormer. Yeah, because them saying he took horse dewormer follows their narrative. If you said that uh, the uh, the virus was created in a lab, what a year ago, you'd be kicked off YouTube. You'd be kicked off uh, Twitter. You'd be uh, you'd have that thing uh, misinformation on Facebook. And now that's kind of uh, the the running theory with a lot of uh, new, I mean, even uh, the Washington Post said that that is a legitimate theory, was that it was created in a lab. Not saying it was intentionally leaked, but that it was created there. You know, So,
1: you know, speaking of COVID, so how monkeypox, you know, the one story that's not talked about. So you remember not that long ago in Pennsylvania, about an hour away from where I actually live at, there was a truck full of monkeys that fell over and a handful of monkeys got out. Oh, that's right.
0: That was right before monkeypox. That
1: was right before monkeypox. I wonder. I wonder if people were exposed to monkeypox and not even realized it.
0: What's so crazy Cause they is they euthanized I all those monkeys.
1: People... They euthanized them after I that filthy... crash.
0: Um let let me see here. I'm jumping on Facebook. Uh, uh, 25 test monkeys
1: crash Danville PA. So I was, cause we were on that COVID. I mean, the, I have yet to have been fact checked for monkeypox cause it's, it, it looks like it's going to be like smallpox and like chickenpox. It's gotta be contacted.
0: It's not right. Well, and, and it's funny. I'm looking it up right now on uh this is mid michigan now which is my local uh nbc station and oh they removed uh all the comments oh, oh sure. no. uh let's see here uh i'm looking up uh i was just reading this the other day so it's probably way buried but um you know they were talking about uh monkeypox and uh uh, schools and how schools are combating and stuff and i didn't write anything but there was people saying you know well since it's primarily a sexually transmitted disease why should schools worry and you have all these people coming on all these leftists brainwashed leftists well it, you know do some research learn something they always say it's always a leftist that says, get educated, educate yourself, educate yourself. What's it with leftists and that phrase, educate yourself?
1: Because they were told that they had to go to school to become something with their lives.
0: Mm. Um, but they always educate yourself. And then, you know, monkeypox is spread by contact, just like any other virus. Uh, so kids can get it just by being in the same room or, you know, it can be on the desk. It can be, it's like... um. No, it's pretty much a sexually transmitted disease. That's like saying, you know, again, herpes and AIDS and but a you dog know, got monkey gonorrhea,
1: top. so who fucked the dog?
0: Right. Herpes, gonorrhea, uh AIDS or HIV, you know, all of that are essentially STDs. All right. But by definition, they're transmitted by skin-to-skin contact.
1: Absolutely.
0: Again, it's no different with monkeypox. Yet you have all of these. It's like, oh, we can't, we can't convince people or scare people with COVID anymore. So my leftist brain has to latch onto something. You know what? Maybe you should find God. Because obviously something is missing in your life that you have to latch onto to make. To make yourself feel important. Nothing wrong with God. Try going to a church. Read the Bible. Realize that trying to scare people about an STD that, oh, what about the kids? The kids are going to get it. They're nuts. So...
1: You remember what not that long ago Project Veritas was talking about a, a specific diary about Miss Ashley Biden? Um, yes. So that got proven to be true, either yes. earlier today or yesterday or something. Proven to actually be true. Um, so she was really taking showers with joe biden that's joe is that... such a creepy individual um my thing is how did joe yeah. biden allow that to happen in the house
0: if if you're a pedophile it's not that he allowed that or did you say joe I think she's an enabler with him. Um, But Joe Biden's a creep. He's a creep all around. Here.
4: These Biden voters ignored all the videos of Joe Biden sniffing women and kissing them from behind and grabbing little girls' waists all weird. Then all these hashtag me too hypocrites ignored when Tara Reid said that she was sexually assaulted by Joe Biden in 1993. And now they're ignoring this Ashley Biden's diary. Wow, guys. Wow. Here is a quote from it I have always been boy crazy, hypersexualized at a young age. I remember someone being sexualized with a family member. I remember having sex with friends at a young age, showers with my dad, probably not appropriate. So what, you guys are just going to ignore this too? Oh, I know your reaction's going to be, but Trump.
0: Yeah, that's going to be their reaction. I mean, fucking uh,
1: Biden's becoming more of the dictator than
0: Trump ever was. Well, Biden is authoritarian. He's becoming more fascist. Remember, I know I know the left for some reason thinks fascism means right. I don't know where they got that from. But fascism means basically using the government's powers to put down dissent.
1: Someone made a poster. I got to find it of the SS uh from Germany with um, the new eighty seven thousand IRS agents.
0: Yeah. And I'm like the the phrase You mean the eighty seven thousand IRS agents that absolutely positively Won't uh, go after anybody making less than uh, $400,000 a year.
1: My thing is, we were always told as children to know, understand our history because we will be doomed to repeat it. Why do I have a feeling we're repeating Nazi Germany?
0: Because the left don't understand history. They're making it up as they go along. That's the issue that we're having with the schools and why parents are retaking over the schools. Did you hear in uh, Florida, how many school districts uh, flipped uh, because there, there of was one, intervention? There was one
1: congressperson who was a Republican who flipped to Democrat. And she was, uh, okay, yeah, she got upset. She lost. Okay. And then they're like, oh, look, she's just throwing a hissy fit. I'm telling you right now, if AOC loses her fucking seat, she will f- fucking throw a temper tantrum in times square um oh definitely um, but the, th- i mean no one likes to lose it's an election you have to and you know.
0: all the thing is is prior to especially this administration you know yeah elections have consequences they you know uh, they can put through stuff and kind of change things incrementally that you don't like, or you know, but these democrats now and this administration are taking that to the extreme, and it's not just oh, we're going to change a few things, we're going to they come in and they completely unravel so much of what's going on, and by you know, changing the history, they and changing definitions. You know, a man is not a man; a man can be a woman. Uh, the oh, by the way, did you hear about the inmate that uh, uh, got the wom- woman? Oh, pregnant, we already talked uh, about that
1: like a few like months ago.
0: Right? Did you hear that? Now he uh, wants to get uh, um, his dick chopped off. Because he can't stand being in the men's prison because he's being sexually assaulted. Uh, <laughs> it's like
1: I feel I feel I feel no <laughs> I feel no pain
0: for him. No, not he, at all. He. But anyway, he made his <laughs> he made his bed. He can lay in it. So anyway, uh, so the uh, so. Yeah, so a man can be a man, a man can be a woman, uh, you know, me, uh and men can have babies. Now they're called uh people with uteruses Birthing or something people. like that. Birthing people. Birthing people. Uh the uh country didn't start in 1776 with the Declaration of Independence. It started in 1619 when slaves were first brought over. Uh what else? Uh By the way, that was even the author of that said, well, yeah, I made up a lot of that shit. But, you know, the the point is what matters. Um, You know, changing the definition of what a fascist is, you know, I'm going to Google this right my, now. My thing uh, is, so the
1: boomers are going to be all out of office soon. That, you know, that means the Generation X generation will be taking over. No one knows worse than what a Gen X can do when no fucks given attitude.
0: So, fascism, according to dictionary.com, is a governmental system led by a dictator having complete power. Forcibly suppressing opposition and criticism. Huh. Who forcibly suppresses opposition and criticism? Regimenting all industry, commerce, etc. Huh. Is it the right or the left that uh, is regimenting and uh, taking over industry and commerce? Um, we'll, we'll leave that up to emphasizing... everybody
1: who ever listens to this. Please email us at at gmail.com and tell us how you actually feel about being called a fascist if you're on the left, because technically the Democrats are falling in the fascism category by definition currently. Right. And I'm saying currently, because it's been amazing how the left likes to come out and be like,
0: Ooh, definition change. Yeah. Oh, we're not in a recession. We're, it's we're, transitory. We're in a transition. It's transitory. We're in a transition. We're in a fucking recession. Um, um, yeah. Speaking of recession, let's add more to it by giving uh, how many uh, thousands of uh, prior students money or paying off part of their loan or all of I'm their. I'm gonna loans. let
1: you really talk about this. I, 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 I'm gonna play devil's advocate in the in this because i have both okay. sides of this conversation <laughs>
0: so first off i'm gonna start off by saying i owe student loans i owe student loans so on a person on a personal level
4: yay
0: i don't know as much woohoo so yes um, um
1: as a person who owns student loans, yes, I'm happy that it's being written off. I understand I took the loan out for my degree, and I understand that I signed paperwork called a master promissory note stating I would pay it back with interest. Um, if you ever took out a student loan, you didn't read that paper when you signed for it. You might want to go back
0: and read it. Um <laughs> Now, I will say the whole FAFSA process to get the loan and uh, signing that, because when I did it, it was all online. I did it on, I did it in the course of like a half hour and I had to do it every year. And basically they said, Hey, before you come to school this year, make sure you fill out your FAFSA. And so I filled it out and they came back and said, we're giving you this much money. I went, yay, I can go to school. Yes, Um,
1: exactly. So on Wednesday, um, this I'm about to post up here, you'll see on the YouTube feed, is directly from uh, Federal Student Aid, which their website is studentaid.gov. If so I can cite my fucking sources before people come at me. Um, you want questions about this? This is where you need to go and read it. I promise you. Don't wait for it to be talked on the news. This is your information. So, yes, they've paused the, COVID forbearance till the end of the year. Great. Fantastic. Um, get you through election. And I'll get you through the holidays. Starting the new year. Um, my, as someone who has worked in the industry for as long as I have, the implementation of this kind of scares me because it's the question of how. So just an overall term for those that are eligible, if you are single, as long as you make $125,000 or less, you are eligible or if you're married, no more than $250,000 or less, which all of middle fucking class. Um, yeah. You could see either $10,000 in cancellation or $20,000 cancellation if you got Pell Grants. If you don't know what a Pell Grant is, log into your online account on studentgovernor it It'll tell you if you received grants. Um so if you got it, you're eligible for the 20,000. If you don't got it, you're getting 10. Fine. Great. Um I think this is one of, with inflation being the way it is. All of this is just going back into taxes. Because the money's got to come from fucking somewhere. And those that don't have loans and didn't want loans, they're gonna now paying on loans through their taxes. And Well,
0: it's not only that. We're going to pay it in inflation. So one economist that I uh, uh, was reading said that one of the reasons that we have inflation the way it is, is because... We didn't have to pay back our student loans every month for the last two years. Yeah,
1: because the, so, there's no revenue.
0: The revenue from student loans. Um, well, not only revenue that way, but on the consumer end, that means it's more that I can pay for something else. Correct. So let's hypothetically say you owe $500 a month in student loans well $500 a month that's $6000 a year that's $6000 that you could that you're spending on other stuff so say so since a lot of us were still working during the pandemic a lot of us were still earning money a lot of us uh, that didn't we got uh unemployment that was huge and we didn't owe student loans so let's take that $6,000, that $6,000, do you think most people, myself included, spent that on catching up on other loans or bills or anything? No. We bought stuff with it. We bought more food with it. We went out to eat when the restaurants reopened. We uh bought, uh, you know, stuff I did. Bought stuff for my house that, you know, my house needed some work. I bought stuff for that. I bought lumber so I could put up a fence, uh, you know, all of that. And because it went on for so long, that's part of what caused a lot of the inflation. Now, say we have to, uh, we get $10,000 off of, let's go with the minimum, $10,000 off of our student loans. Well, that means that my credit score looks better because one, I don't owe that much as much money. I can take out another $10,000 loan on my equity in my house or uh credit card and buy more stuff, which means more inflation. If You may not see that hit right away when, uh, we have to start paying back student loans because when we have to start paying them back right away, people are going to have less money initially. But over the course of time, it's going to make the, it's not going to help. It's going to hurt the inflation and make it worse because that's more disposable income rather than letting the natural course of economics take place that people are going to have to pay back their loans in full and have to budget their money again now we're budgeting our money again not paying back student loans because everything else costs more then you're going to add come the end of the year which should have been right about now come the end of the year have to pay that $500 on top of that so now you have everything costs more uh you know uh food costs more gas costs more everything costs more plus you have the student loans that have to be paid back, because even with $10,000 off, you know, doesn't mean that your, what you're going to owe every month is automatically going to drop. It just means rather than owing 90000 you owe 80000
1: In theory, because everybody forgets this with student loans, um, interest is in a separate category then principal and to even touch the principal the interest has to be satisfied so in theory when the payment's applied it's going to go to interest say you don't have only you have a $90,000 loan but you have $6,000 in interest that's not a part of your balance because it's never been capitalized yet so great you're going to pay $6,000 first that means only four thousand dollars is gonna to go to your principal. It's it's very complicated. Right here is Peter Ducey. I
0: he I like to call this clip word salad. Did you watch it already? <laughs> I've seen the I've seen this back and forth a few times.
5: about the student loans, how can the country afford such a massive handout?
3: Yeah, well, you know, uh, Ambassador Rice said that she's happy to have that discussion. I'm happy to have this discussion as well. Uh, Look, if you look at what this president has done, uh, if you look at the end of this this coming end of uh, of the fiscal year, $1.7 trillion that we have deduced brought down uh, the deficit. That matters that matters, and if you look at the Inflation Reduction Act, it's going to ha- add another three hundred billion dollars, going to uh, uh, bring down the deficit again.
5: And you might spend three hundred to nine hundred billion dollars extra, so you can
2: do that and not.
3: Uh, but here is the thing. Here is the thing. What we are trying to do here, we are doing this responsibly. Uh, you heard directly from the president. Uh, this is something that is going to be important for middle class Americans. When you think about 90 percent of the folks who are uh, who are going to actually benefit from this or making seventy five thousand dollars or less. Democrats. And you think about what Republicans did just a couple of years ago. Uh, they they signed off on a two trillion dollar uh, $3 trillion tax cut for the wealthy okay. and did not provide any way to pay for that. And for that, this? again, here's what we have done. Here's but you're what. Talking here's a lot
5: about how much it might cost, it might not cost. Who is paying for this?
3: What we are saying is the the work that this administration has done, the work that the Democrats in Congress has done, is actually there. And you see that the $1.7 trillion, uh deficit. Wait,
1: in- before I can oh go
0: on. He's asking where the fuck the money is, and that's why she's done nothing but word salad. She's like, "But I'm doing the, we're doing the word, not even coming close to." Yeah, she's not even coming close to answering the question. I mean, he's not—he's not giving like this big
1: open, open open-ended, elaborate question. He's like, "So where's the money at to pay for all this handout shit?"
3: Right. And deficit uh, deduction that you see is is going to benefit us in being able to do something for the middle class, to do something for the middle class. This is about doing something for people who make less than $125,000, $1.7 trillion. That's what we've been able to do. But
5: when you forgive debt, you're not just disappearing debt. So who is paying
3: for this? And then I'll give you the second part. We salad. lifted the pause, right? We're going to lift the pause uh, at the end of this year, which is going to matter, right? Which is going to offset uh, a lot of what what we're doing as well. Uh, when you think about the the four billion dollars that are going that's going to go back uh, into as as revenue back into uh, this process of folks uh, paying. Paying right their college tuition that matters as well. So we are doing this in a smart way. We are doing this in a way that's going to be effective. Uh, we are doing in this a way that keeps to the president's promise on giving people who need some breathing room, who needs some breathing room. I just I just laid out I just no. laid out for you. No, Peter, I just laid out for you how we're seeing this process and why this well, matters. Again, again, I just laid out. I just. I just laid out because of the work that we have done in the economy, because of the American Rescue Plan, uh, because of uh, the Inflation Reduction Act, and because all of this work that this president has done is actually has brought down our deficit by $1.7 trillion, unlike what Republicans did when they added to our deficit $2 trillion and did not care at all or thought about how this was going to be paid for. They did not actually put in a process or thought, think about how we're going to do this in a smart way. This is not how this administration is doing it. Again, we are happy to continue to have this conversation, but I'm going to move around. Uh,
0: I have no idea what she said. Like there was a lot of words coming out of her mouth and she said the word deficit a lot. Oh no, there's a there's
1: but, one more. There's one more someone asked on it. I'm gonna get that one loaded up because it
0: it amazes me how here's the thing. I hate I hate when Democrats constantly go, Well, that two trillion dollar uh tax cut to the rich um that was a two trillion dollar tax cut across the board. I my taxes went down. So when, like, so just when, because the rich when they do that more taxes. Yeah, they got more as a lump sum, but
1: yeah, but they do that large corporate tax cut. So that means corporations have more money to play with to create more jobs to do expanded shares. and when they
0: say corporations we're not talking just walmart or uh facebook or some. they're talking about the mom and pop store down the road from you that you know my uncle worked made a uh, had a crushing business crushing cars he had like 10 employees that was considered a multimillion dollar and had and would have gotten the big tax cuts. And you know what? With them tax cuts, had he is still worked, because he retired uh, and sold it off, but he would have been able to hire more people or
1: buy new equipment. You know what he
0: ended up having, or buy new equipment or, you know, and this is the sad part. He actually uh, figured out that it was cheaper right around, he said, uh, October, November to lay everyone off, close up shop for the rest of the year and pay their unemployment than it was to that uh, for that extra, you know, for the rest of the year to pay taxes for over a certain amount. Because, you know, with the way that it works is once you hit a certain amount, then, you know, say $1 million, then everything over $1 million gets taxed higher and it would have cost him more. Even though he would have been making money, and he probably would have made more, it would have also cost more than to just say, "You know what? I'll pay your unemployment. Go have a you know two month long vacation. Have have a good Christmas. See you in January. See you in January." And so,
2: the legal basis for canceling student debt, it, the Heroes Act hinges on student debt cancellation being tied to
3: the pandemic and that being a national emergency. But the administration argued in court that the pandemic is over at the Southern mm-hmm. border uh, to lift Title 42. It's so over that the government's gonna stop buying vaccines in the fall and mm-hmm. shift to the private sector. So how is this a national emergency? Mm-hmm. How's COVID a national emergency when it comes to student debt? So it's, a, it's a very good question and I'm glad you asked it. Um, look. We use the HEROES Act uh, because there are going to be some some people, when we lift the pause, that's still going to suffer. They're still going to have a little bit of a hard time. Uh, And so that's one of the reasons uh, that... uh, 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 we made this this decision uh, because as we're lifting up the pause, yes, you know some folks may the having not to pay for two years has been helpful to them, uh, and are we're able to save and we're able are probably going to be able to to uh, pay those monthly payments. But there's going to be some folks who are going to have a hard time. Yes uh because um uh, because they're just in a different bracket right it just because they it is they've they've probably had a hard time before we have to remember this is a system so he announced the pause lifting up the pause. He announced the 10000 and up to 20000 for Pell Grant recipients who, uh, as I said, uh, many of them have a household nearly making 60000 and, and half of that, uh, half of the Pell Grant recipients are 30000 household, $30,000 a year household. Uh, and so it, the other piece of that is a reform, right? Reforming uh, the system as well so we can help nurses, so we can help construction workers, uh, so we can help firefighters and make Making sure that their payment are cut in half as well, because those members, some of our, these are some of our first respondents, right, who also suffered so much uh, from the past uh, past two years. So he wanted to make sure he gave them a little bit uh, of relief, understanding uh, that some folks, some folks uh, are just going to have a little bit of a harder time, uh, even though uh, we're we're coming out of a pandemic and the economy has been turned back on because of the work that this
1: I don't know how she answered that fucking question. I have no clue. She never answered the goddamn question. I. I. I wish Circleback Chick would come back. At least. She tried to answer a question.
0: Yeah, I mean. I'm nicknaming her yeah. "Word Salad." This is the Word Salad yes, Press Secretary. That's, that's all she is, you know. The uh, I'm done with the her. The other thing to to remember with this is that it was Joe Biden as a senator in the '90s that caused so much of so, this. That was
1: what I was going to say. So and they're doing this as a it's a band aid. They're putting a band aid on Niagara Falls. Oh, uh, not Niagara Falls. Uh, old, yeah, old Faithful, the geyser. Um, yeah, it's not gonna fucking hold. because um, the problem is, is that they're just they're they're fixing a temporary solution to buy votes. And if you do not believe That's me, it. they're gonna buy votes. Every college kid is going to be like, oh, Joe Biden's writing off some of my loans. I'm going to vote for all Democrats. Right. Right. They don't have the anything thing is, is- to run on. They don't. So this is a and- Trump card that they are,
0: pun intended, that they're trying to pull out of a hat to, uh. By the way, the word Trump card is, uh, from, uh, Euchre. Yes. If you're not from Michigan or like the North Midwest, uh. You may not be familiar with. No, but
1: it's, it's just, it's it's just an idea. And what they were talking about, about the payment adjustment, because there's also supposed to be a new repayment plan created based on 5% of your income. They've been, they have three new plans in effect that they're still, that they've never
0: released yet. Well, and here's the thing. Okay. I was on a repayment plan that went based on my income at one mm-hmm. point. You know what kept happening to my student loans? Even though I was making that repayment plan every month. They kept going up. I know. Because my repayment plan wasn't even paying the interest. Nope. Wasn't even touching it. So... The whole repayment plan based on your income. Again, we're talking about there. There's multi parts to this. One part is is like uh, Ron DeSantis. Here, let me uh, let me. Pull I, up, I want. Uh, I want before you play
1: something. I want to. I want to touch on what you were saying there. Um. Okay. So, repayment plans that are based on income. Yes, are for those that are struggling to pay their bill just to get them through. I've always explained the income-driven repayment plan, best thing for is for those that are participating in public service loan forgiveness. Because public service loan forgiveness are those that work for a not-for-profit, state, local, federal, government, public school, or university, and after you've satisfied your payments, loans are discharged. That's what those plans are for. If you're not doing that program, work your budget into something that where you could pay your loan off within between 10 and 25 years.
0: Done. Yeah. Um, you know, well, and that's the thing with it is because uh. The reason that I think that they have that budget plan that uh you know loan repayment is because uh like Ron DeSantis is gonna say here uh degrees aren't worth anything you know there was a it, there was a time not too long ago that five percent of the jobs maybe needed a degree, you know if you're an architect a lawyer a doctor you know. A secretary doesn't need a degree. But because of this push in the 90s by Joe Biden and all of them to get everybody into college because, you know, and the leftists believe you have to have an education to work, and that was pushed by the universities, and then it was pushed into the, uh, the fields. I worked in television. I can tell you right now the jobs that I did, one, we're making about the same as uh, my brother who never went to college, or less in some case at some points. And they required a bachelor's degree. Why did they require a bachelor's degree? I I don't know because everything that I did, you can learn on the job. In fact, ninety percent of what I did in college or learned in college. I don't use. So then there's the argument, uh, well, it's because uh, a college degree teaches you how to think. Well, you know what? That doesn't teach you how to get paid. So teaching you how to think, that's your job. So your job is to learn, not, not spend tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars to go to a school so that you can learn how to pay. And then there's one other one on this. Do these affect private loans? No. No. So the people that went to Harvard, Yale, stuff like that, a lot of them got private loans.
1: They're there's shit Their out of luck. Parents got
0: private loans. They're shit out of luck. They're also the ones that when you get a loan the loan processor goes, "Hey, you know what? This person's getting a good degree at a good school. He's probably going to have a good paying job. He'll be able to pay that back." This affects the people that went to college, maybe didn't finish, but got a, or got a degree in something that doesn't matter. I'll tell you right now, my minor is in theater. That's not helping me at all in any way shape or form. Unless I wanted to work in a theater. That's it. I had a friend that uh, got a degree in English and ancient history. Or prehistory. Prehistory, sorry.
1: Either working at a museum or a teacher.
0: That's it. And they're doing neither. And they have a hard time paying back their loans. And it's like because... You fell for the trap, just so, like I fell for the trap, that you have to go to school to be able to do something. So so back
1: in the mid-'80s, Senator Biden, at the time, uh, pushed through where student loans cannot be discharged through bankruptcy and a handful of other things. So by the time all of this took effect and signed and everything was implemented— didn't turn around until the early 2000s. That's when they were really pushing people to go to school. Can't get nothing if you don't go to
0: school. Well, when. The- Remember, they even used to tell us that over the course of your lifetime, someone with a college degree would earn uh, over one and a half million dollars as compared to someone without a degree that would earn uh, roughly three to four hundred thousand dollars yeah. or something like that. So.
1: Being that, the schools realize that, hey, we have secured loans from the federal government. Let's start upping our tuition. And if you look at any school over the basis of the last 20 years, the same degree has increased at least tenfold every four years. So, a degree that may have cost somebody in the early 2000s six dollars to $8,000 will probably cost them between forty five
0: dollars to $60,000 at the minimum. Mind you, that doesn't count housing. That doesn't count food. And that's the other part is these loans covered. They're so big because they cover... Because the schools know they cover everything. They cover your housing. They cover your food. They cover, they throw in a technology fee. Like I was living off campus. Why the hell do I need to pay a technology fee? And also Um, it,
1: and then you have a lot of professors who became tenure. Um, When, if you don't know what tenure means, that means you're locked in that position for life.
0: It's really damn hard to get. Um hmm.
1: so I mean that's why a lot of teachers have TAs in their in their jobs. So they can sit and do it and whatever they want and the TA actually oh, I teaches had so the class. So many
0: classes that I never even met the professor or you know the professor not only did you not meet him but he wrote the damn book that you were required to buy for $400. And barely opened. Yeah. So being –
1: so it's not – this is not fixing the root of the problem. The root of the problem is the schools took advantage of the federal government, and they are not being held liable for their own actions. So they're like, whatever. The federal government's looking at, we're getting a a monthly paycheck from everybody that has a student loan. The problem is with it being on hold for so long, they haven't been getting a paycheck. Or if they have, it's been very minimum. Let's see what Ron DeSantis has to say.
2: Yeah. It's very unfair you know, to have a truck driver have to pay back a loan from somebody that got like a PhD in gender studies. That's not fair. If you're going to talk about debt, then you should look at, okay, who has benefited the most from all this exorbitant debt that's been taken out over the last generation? It's the universities. If they're producing people, they went deep into debt and their degree is not worth anything and they're not able to make enough money to pay it back, uh, well, then that's on them.
0: That's exactly what we've been saying, which is that I, I want to see a, I, degree I is, really wish my degree is basically
1: worthless. I would love to see a TikTok um, video of a Karen taking their degree back to the college and saying, I'm giving you my degree back. I want, I want my money.
0: Yeah. I would love to be able to take it back and get a refund. Give me a refund. The other thing too is. I was like, I'm looking at jobs. And here's the here's the weird thing. Okay. I know people that work for the state of Michigan that don't have a degree and cannot advance. Not that they can't do the job, not that they don't know how. In fact, some of them, I know of one person that is literally doing the job that they put out in uh uh, on the uh, Michigan.gov website, yeah. but on there it says they want your transcripts to show that you to prove that you have a bachelor's degree, bachelor's degree as a minimum. That again, it's because of that. There's no reason that you need a bachelor's degree, and it doesn't. It doesn't even have to be in that field. That's the thing. It literally can be a bachelor's degree in anything. We
1: used to make fun when I was a kid, um, of the Maryland police, um, that they had a basket weaving degree, a four year basket weaving degree to become a police officer. I was like, really? You just went to school for basket weaving to become a cop?
0: Um, broadcasting i didn't go into i didn't go into oh no I,
1: I understand that i'm like uh, I, when i was younger and i was told that i was like that doesn't make a lick of sense okay right they just wanted you to know, make sure that um, you took the time to go to college
0: and all right but you know up in i i had officers that uh i worked with Good officers, really good officers that got hired in in the late 80s, early 90s when I was there. Mind you, I was there in the early 2000s, mid-2000s. Um, and uh, they didn't go to school at all. You had to be 21 and go to the academy. Yep. And that
1: makes sense. That was it. That makes absolute sense. If you're going to be a cop, you go to the academy. You get
0: trained, and then you... as long as Well, the thing is, is even with a degree, you still have to go to the academy. Then what so, the fuck is the point of the, the degree acad-
1: if you still have to go to the goddamn academy?
0: Right. And the thing is, is you know, when I was there, there was a lot of CJ students, criminal justice people with criminal justice degrees. sure, And they were they were talking about stuff philosophically criminal justice wise you know about the law and how to implement it and how to do me i i'm just going through it like okay that that makes sense or that doesn't make sense like you don't need a degree to understand the law um or to be a good police officer or to be a good secretary or to be a good supervisor or to be a good anything like i say Unless it's something like, you know, I'm going to be a lawyer because lawyers basically made the system of law so that only lawyers can navigate it. Um, you know, doctor, I I mean, I'd I'd not necessarily want a doctor working on me that didn't, but you know what? I've seen a lot of really good people when it comes to, uh, Um, helping out medical-wise that weren't doctors and did a lot better for a lot of things. Um, You know, and that's, that's the whole thing there is they created this problem. They created the incentive structure of making sure so that we had to go to school in order to get a job because they made it impossible to get a job, you know, In the 2008 recession, most of the people that lost their jobs didn't have degrees. Most of the people that kept their jobs in 2008, actually, uh, uh, the employment went up for degree holders. Why? Why do you need a degree to do 90% of the jobs? You don't. So my brother didn't go to college, but I should say thank you for helping to pay off part of my student loan. Now that brings us to the next question. Can he do that? Because here's Pelosi a year ago and now. Here's what uh, Pelosi said. Guys, please take
4: a look at this clip of Nancy Pelosi and what her thoughts were a year ago on the president forgiving student loans.
3: People think that the president of the United States has the power for debt forgiveness. He does not. He can postpone. He can delay. But he does not have that power. That, would, that has to be an act of Congress. Okay, guys. So that was Nancy's
4: tune a year ago. Listen to what she said yesterday. A year later, she seems to have changed her tune a little bit, believe it or not. President Biden's bold action is a strong step in the Democrats' fight to expand access to higher education and empower every American to reach fulfillment. Nancy, you are a hypocrite. We all know this is just a ploy to get voters, and I think you need to pay more attention to keeping in eye. I, mind I like it.
0: the jab at the end. Um, um, so
1: when the president does stuff like this – so. It's technically going to go to the, to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court is going to have to review it to make sure that this is constitutional, that the president is allowed to do this.
0: Um, so supposedly he's doing it based on, uh, what was it, 2002? There was the HEROES Act that Congress passed that said in an emergency, the president has essentially unilateral power. And he's basing it off of, and that was that clip that you played earlier, saying that because the pandemic is an emergency, he can do it.
1: But everything is said that the pandemic is over. Um, Right. So technically I feel that the Supreme Court will most likely get involved. They are going to have to vote on it since it is a nine-person Still only nine people in the Supreme Court. It's going to have to be at least a minimum of five to four. Um, technically, the Supreme Court is six Republicans to three Democrats still. Technically, they're not right. supposed to use their, they're not supposed to be politically biased, but we all know that's going to probably most likely you know, going to happen. Um,
0: so theoretically, If it goes to the Supreme Court, by the time it goes through their docket and everything, we could be past the election. So, all of this literally may be a lie.
1: So, the way looking, I went to the DOJ's calendar, because the DOJ calendar is public record. Um, Their docket is pretty fucking full all the way to the end of the year. So, say that the Supreme Court finally hears it and say they shoot it down. They say it's unconstitutional. You can't do it. That means the president will have to resort in going through Congress to get said funds. Here's the small problem. By the time the docket has been cleared and they have done it, it will be the new Congress.
0: Well, and he kind of puts a a, uh, between a rock and a hard place, even for the Republicans, because if it goes to Congress and the Republicans vote it down, then they have ammunition in the next election to say, see, they don't care about you. They want you to, you know, they don't want to help the little people with their loans. They don't want to. They'll use it as an attack. Oh, yeah, it will
1: be an attack. All Republicans came out and said no to giving us the forgiveness discharge. But in hindsight, they've all come out to say that this is just a Band-Aid. This is not... Um, the source of the problem that needs to be addressed and the source of the problem. Right. And I will always say it is the university The university took advantage of the situation. And the saying is you give someone an inch, they're going to take a mile. Fuck the, they took the ball and ran around the earth a handful of times and just went to the bank and said, ha ha ha. We got paid. Um, So, what is it that makes this any better? Oh, I was just getting ready to play that, but you have the side-to-side where she's asking that. Go for it.
0: Oh, yeah. This is great.
3: Is this unfair to people who paid their student loans or chose not to take out loans?
1: Is it fair to people who, in fact, uh, do not own multi-billion-dollar businesses. Do she
5: see these guys to get more taxes? Is that fair? What do you think? What about people who paid their loans? Those trouble to pay their loans. and Now others. They didn't
1: give Peter a chance. <laughs> they fucking walked
0: on him. Um, uh, like my grandpa used to say, what does that have to do with the tea in China? Uh, with, or what does that have to do rice. with the price of tea? In no, it's China? the
1: price of rice in China.
0: Um, I'm pretty sure my grandpa used to say. Tea. My gra- my grandparents but, said price of rice. But, um, again, it's it's so strange when Democrats, you know, do something like this and then say. Well, why should somebody get a tax cut? Well, because tax cuts help. Tax cut is not spending. This is going to cost, uh, now they, I last I heard was $500 billion, half a trillion, just for this alone. Um, spending half a trillion dollars is a lot different than cutting taxes so that, People don't have to pay you half a trillion dollars. Yeah. So, Um, but again, it's buying votes. The people that they're targeting are students, the middle class, middle class students that are primarily voting Democrat. They're buying Democrat votes because the people that don't have student loans or paid them off generally tend to be Republican. The lower, the lower class that didn't go to college aren't benefiting from this. The Uber upper class aren't benefiting from this. The uh, middle class that went to college and got their and paid off their loans aren't benefiting from this. It's, The person that went to school for, uh, you know, underwater feminist basket weaving and can't find a job or couldn't get a good paying job in their field because they don't exist because your degree is full of bullshit. Again, you're talking to a guy that got a degree. My degree is broadcast and cinematic arts with an emphasis on horror and the Fantastics. I got a bullshit degree. I know it. I'm sorry. If I could go back and do it again, I would. If
1: I go back and do it again, I wouldn't have signed the paperwork. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, this has been depressing. Do you have any good TikToks for?
0: Oh, I've got All some right. TikToks. Oh, so, I got.
1: we do have a TikTok channel. We don't have anything on it yet. There will be. So please. Check us out on Fire on for Fire Talk Radio on there, and we will be. I will be posting all that. All right. So all right. Let's make, some, let's make fun of some people.
0: Okay. Making fun of people. This is called. I'm calling this one just white people. Just white people. Trump or Biden?
2: Biden. Biden. Why? Because Trump. Why? I'm a Mexican. What does it have to do with not liking Trump? Because
0: I don't want to go over the wall.
2: So are you here legally or illegally? Legally. So then you have nothing to worry about. I just, white people. <laughs> like,
0: unfortunately, that's his answer. Like, why don't you like Trump? White people. Oh, white people. White people. Uh, I mean, what, what kind of, answer uh is that like he's afraid of he's afraid trump's gonna send him over the wall like how brainwashed do you have to be um okay uh let's see here let's go to our uh next one uh quit quitting quiet quitting
2: Quiet quitting. Louie, what happened to that shipment of Meow Mix?
4: I'll get to it when I get to it. You want
2: to run that by me again?
4: I'm quiet quitting, boss. What in the name of Tom and Jerry is quiet (laughs) quitting? Hey, Anthony, can you speak up? I don't think the entire fucking world heard you.
5: However, Anthony, you do bring up an important question. Quiet
4: quitting is like regular quitting, but you use sign language. You missed it by a mile, Junior. Quiet quitting just means I'm no longer going above and beyond
5: watching the social medias
4: again the fucking social media. <laughs> look boss ever since you brought in these dogs i've been feeling underappreciated lo siento senor i do not mean to cause disharmony in your organization Yo, so from man. now on it's all about care self it's called self care amigo you smug son of a bitch you'd really turn your back on the family just to prove a point with all due respect junior i'm not the one who turned my back Ha ha. Look what they did to my boy. No es tu conseña,
0: <laughs> I don't know what that was, but so quiet quitting. Uh, have you heard about this? It's been all over the Yeah. TikTok. So it's basic.
1: It's not really for retail. It is actually for more corporate businesses that are like people are salary. They're not going in early, doing extra work or staying late. They're literally just going in. Oh, I started at eight o'clock. I'll be there at eight o'clock and I'm leaving at my designated time and fuck anything else after that.
0: Sure. Okay. Um, That's 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 like just about everybody come Friday.
1: That is definitely a Friday. It's like, uh, I'm not here. It's Friday. Uh,
0: Like, uh, yeah, I put in a hundred percent every week, 20% on Monday, 40% on Tuesday. 30% on Wednesday, 20% on Thursday, 10% on Friday. So, I mean, don't, don't. I mean, but the fact that they gave it a name, quiet quitting, like, it's just, it just seems weird. I don't know what it is with this generation having to label everything. Like, Like, that was literally me, like, the last month of every job I worked at, which is like, okay, I'm leaving, I'm done at the end of the month, I'm literally coming in just doing the bare minimum until I can go home. Yeah. Like, I never gave it a label. I just, like, I'm doing enough not to get fired.
1: Yeah, that's about it.
2: All right, next. Okay. Okay. Oh, this guy's a, a skinny drink of water coming in the ring. Whoa! Yeah, he is. Holy yeah, cow, the skinniest guy I think we've ever seen in rough around. Him.
4: He's got that Ro- Robbie Fox body type.
0: Absolute loser socks on him. When one guy's wearing nerd socks, I I don't I don't like that in the fight game. Nope. Those are nerd socks. Those are. It's like one of those things I'll start a, a car station that flows in the window. Yeah,
3: one way. of those wacky waving. Yeah. He's
0: skinny. I have no idea what fight that was. Like, was that like a tough man and they just grab people out of the. I don't
1: know, but that that kid was going to get knocked the fuck out.
0: Oh, you could tell he was going to get knocked out before he even stepped in there. Neither of them could fight. Like, he, it was not a boxing match. No. That was, like, we're going to go in and just, like, do you remember, okay, Saved by the Bell, uh, Screech had his, like, pose that he would play yeah. with where he put his hand on his face and stuck his other hand through, and that's kind of what that reminded me of. Um, Yes, that. that yeah, I can't
1: re. I can't uh, read. My back's gotten bigger. I can't not flexible fucking enough. do that yeah. anymore. Good God.
0: But, but that's kind of what that reminded me of is like, they're like, okay, we're going to grab uh number 42 and number 16. You guys are coming up to fight. And like he took off his black slacks, had the black uh, socks still on. Um, and walked out there and, you know, went to his CPA job the next day with a black eye and said, I got to fight. Come my uh, shit rock. Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's see here. What else? What else?
2: Nobody checks the barrel and mag when handed the gun, assuming the person handing off the gun tells them it's loaded. Dude, anybody with more than five minutes of training with a firearm knows to check it themselves to visibly see it is not loaded. And you can visibly verify that it's not loaded by pulling either your slide or your charging handle back and looking at the chamber to see if there's a live round in it, not your barrel, your chamber.
0: Okay, so maybe I should have uh, played this earlier when we were talking about <laughs> when this we
1: were side. So yeah, when we were that. talking about uh
0: Alec Baldwin. But for those that don't know, I literally have like a list of like uh you know. 50 or 60 TikToks, and I just randomly grab them and hope that it's not something I played before. So basically, you're handed... This is an airsoft. You're handed a firearm, all right? You point it down like this. Notice my finger is along the slide. You pull it back. This one, you can't actually see in the tube, but you pull it back. Well, actually, first, I would release the magazine. Yeah. Check. You don't pull it back all the way. You just pull it back enough uh, and check. And then you slide it forward. Um, you don't do this. Is there something in there? Um, I um, was
1: watching the A-Team. I was watching the new, the, the old A-Team movie with um, Liam Neeson as Hannibal. Um, there's a scene yeah. where Lynch is in an SUV with like his goons and uh, some guy that they, they arrest that they got into their custody. And dude's got a gun, sitting in his lap, barrel-facing him, and he's screwing on the silencer. I'm like, huh, he's going to shoot himself in the face. He's going to shoot himself in the face. He's going to shoot himself in the face. And, and the guy that was being held hostage, he goes, give me one wish. Someone else shoot me, not the idiot next to me. I was like, (laughs) I would understand that last request as I I would rather someone else shoot me than the buffoon that literally had a barrel pointed at him.
0: Looking down
1: the barrel. Looking down the barrel while putting the silencer. Yeah. No.
0: (laughs) Uh, Let's see here.
2: Is
5: the, the baby in the womb her body or is it a separate body?
0: Still considered her body It's a parasite that's living off of her until it's born What?
2: Yeah, I'm a mother and I agree <laughs> I have two kids
5: Until they're born, does it stop becoming a parasite?
2: Once they're born, yeah Once they're
0: out, you know the magical Something tube. can
1: happen and that could Harm the mother Having something growing inside them
5: Does a baby consider it a parasite Even after it's born?
1: To me, yeah, because I don't like children <laughs> I don't want them, I want nothing to do with them I, children are not my thing.
5: Can we kill babies after they're born?
1: No. Why? That's murder. That's a human
0: being after it's been born. Once inside, it's, it's not, they're, they're not thinking, doing anything for themselves yet. That's just a clump of cells. Um, so there is a magical point. Is it like, what if the baby is half out? Does the half that's inside, is that still a clump of cells? Still trying to figure out how a fetus is a parasite. So I'm I'm watching a movie. I, I think I told you uh on uh Amazon Prime called Humans. Uh it's from 2005. It uh it's about um uh humanoid robots that you know basically look human androids um but they're non-conscious and then all of a sudden they get programming that makes them conscious and i'm in the third season now and you know basically they're trying to get the same rights as humans and stuff like that and the people that are against them you know are essentially using the same argument which is it doesn't matter that You're an individual, you have consciousness, uh, you can make good and bad decisions. It's that you're not human, therefore we can do whatever we want to you. It sounds very similar to what this guy is saying. By saying it's a parasite, it's a clump of cells, what else did he use? Um, It's not human until it magically leaves the body, then it becomes a human. Does that mean when I'm inside of a car that I'm magically a part of the car until I step out? If I'm riding in a car, or driving, doesn't matter, I'm inside the car, I am a part of the car until I step out of that car. Sure. Or am I a human in my own person inside of that.
1: You're a human inside the car.
0: But the logic that he used is that I'm not because the baby is not a baby until it leaves the body.
1: But a car is mechanical and you have to push lovers or shift to make the thing go where The baby is attached by the umbilical cord with inside.
0: What if I'm a passenger? You're still not fucking attached
4: to the car.
0: But wouldn't that also mean that the baby is its own human inside of another human? It is. I am not
1: defending the dumbass (laughs) that called a child a parasite. But I'm it's arguing the fact have that to you say that you're the one with a
0: car when you're driving it. I'm using his same argument. I'm using his argument that it's a part of the woman, therefore it's her.
1: The baby is technically part of the, part of the, the person. Yes. No, it's it, own its own body. It's its own body. It's
0: connected by the umbilical cord. I'm connected to the car by a seatbelt, if I use it. Next time we're
1: in a car, I'm gonna I'm gonna make an ejecto seat, (laughs) and I'm gonna show you how much of a part of the car you are. (laughs) I'm gonna do what Tyrese did and fashion the uh, Too Fast
0: Too Furious ejecto seato funk, (laughs) boom. But once I leave that, then I'm no longer a part of the car, now I'm a part of the seat.
1: You are going to be one with the seat, and then one with whatever you <laughs> splat
0: against. <laughs> All right, next. Oh, it's just the dehumanizing that they have to go through to justify. Uh, uh, okay, last one. This one kind of hits home because we're trying. We're going to be starting up uh, TikTok. Jesus. So.
4: All right. I posted a video where Black Lives Matter protesters were blocking an elderly woman from crossing the road with her walker, and TikTok gave it a community guidelines violation. They were yelling in her face, and we're not even allowed to share this story. If you are a young person on TikTok, and this is where you get your news or where you know what's going on in the world, just know that you are getting a very censored version. They suppress the truth about Black Lives Matter and the left because they want to keep you brainwashed.
0: So, TikTok, amongst uh, many of the other uh, social media, but I'm really noticing it with TikTok, with their algorithms. They're really only showing me stuff now that is, like, political and stuff, not just what I follow, but the for you of people that I don't follow. Yeah that are essentially stuff that I've already watched or, you know, you know, very tailored towards me. When I look for videos of leftists uh, and, you know, all of this stuff, I have to actually search it out by keyword to find stuff that.
1: The one leftist that's on TikTok, He will never reply to anybody, but unless you are very similar to him, and that's the typical
0: Democrat, Harry. um, I'll let you know, if you follow our TikTok page, you can post whatever comments you want on our videos. I will not reply to you.
1: Well, I mean, I I will probably
0: reply to you because. Brian might reply to you. I will read it. If it's a leftist, I will laugh at you, but I will not reply. That's just the way that I do things. When I post stuff, I post it, and I, I do the Joe Rogan. I post and it. And walk away. And then I will I might, yep. See, I have no problem having the conversation.
1: This is the whole purpose of this thing. Um, I will, we, I have no problem having a conversation. It's the way you... When you have the conversation, but then all you say is, but, well, this, this, and this. He did this, but that's not a valid argument. You got to come with, hey, well, if you look at this facts versus this facts, what is better? Whatever. But at least come with facts, not with your feelings. Feelings don't matter. It is about what is what is what. Um but
0: yeah, I mean I'll interact. Um We'll see what happens. I won't. So when we do this, just know we'll post Ryan might interact with you. He'll he'll have arguments with uh crazy leftists that call us racist and all that other stuff. I will <laughs> laugh at you for being an idiot.
1: And I grew up in Washington, D.C., so I grew up around everything. So me being called a racist would be hilarious because.
0: Oh, yeah, I'll laugh at it. I mean, but um, but that's all they got. They got name calling. They got, you know, uh, that's. But like I say, the are... uh, so one, we're probably going to get community violation things on TikTok. I know I'm already prepared for that.
1: Oh, yeah. Um,
0: but then two is that um, this TikTok doesn't show you stuff that goes against what you're thinking, what you what you like. Like if you like a video of someone on the right, they're going to keep showing you a bunch of videos from the right. Yeah. If you like a video from someone on the left, they're going to show a bunch of videos on the left. You have to actually search out. And I think that's where... The uh, What she's saying is TikTok is an echo chamber that you create for yourself and, or that the algorithm creates for you mm-hmm. rather than showing, unless it's, you know, somebody on the right uh, responding to somebody on the left or something like that. Uh, you don't see that there's people that disagree with you. And I think that's the problem that you see so much with the left is that they think everybody agrees with them. Because they're not seeing it. To where us on the right, you know, Facebook, Twitter, the news, uh, it doesn't matter. Just about everywhere, We're, we're bombarded with people that don't agree with us. Yet they make fun of us for being in an echo chamber. Sounds about right. And all their comment, comeback is, you need to turn off Fox News. Stop watching Fox News. Like, who the hell watches Fox News anymore? Like, there's 350 billion or million people in the United States. Less than two million watch Fox News on a daily basis.
1: I mean, I'll flick over here and there, but I mean, it's not my major news source. Um, no. Overall, I mean. It is what it is. We find what we got. We have a conversation. Go. Do you want to do one more or do you want to start closing this out? Nope. Let's All close All right. Out. Again, this is episode 45 of Fire Talk Radio. Check us out on our website at firetalkradio.com uh, or email us at at gmail.com or leave a voicemail at 814-380-9820. Uh, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Rumble, Fire Talk Radio. Rumbler. Rumble, Rumble um, anchor. Um, you can leave voicemails now right on our on our anchor page. Um, also, found that out. That's pretty cool. Um, support us. We'll support you. We'll keep doing this. Interact. We have fun. Um, but, and again, Psycho Stick is our companions because we know how to count to four at least. Um but that's it for that's me. It. Good night. See ya. We
2: can only count